0: welcome back and actually this is a very special episode that's a reference from like the 90s when they're like we
1: have a very special episode today but those were supposed to like teach you important things about uh not doing drugs or i don't know hating the homeless or whatever
0: i mean i guess but today it is our 100th
1: episode i still need the soundboard all right when we make our thousandth episode, I will give you a soundboard. I'm holding you to that. I'm coming back
0: episode 100. You said I can get a soundboard when we make it to episode 1,000. So we got to start recording at least two a two a week.
1: now. All right. I'll we'll do go we'll do some real quick math here. Um. All right. So yeah. Th- okay. So well, well it's nine. It would be 900 episodes because we've already done. All right. At a rate of if we do one a week. Which we don't do because we're humans. Uh, that's 17 years.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> God, so, I'll be so old. I'll be like 50, by the
1: In 17 years, assuming... How old will I be? I, I don't know.
0: I'm 34 now.
1: Yeah, you'll be 51.
0: Oh, God. It was <laughs> still be making it. Welcome to the damn Utah. All oh, my teeth fell out. <laughs> you think you're going to lose your teeth at 50? <laughs> no. Your mom still has her teeth. Yes, I know. Okay, welcome back to the Dan (laughs) Tall Podcast. This is episode 100 in this thing. And if you were listening to last week's episode, we made a very special announcement that we are in, I almost called it, but Butte, (laughs) Montana. (laughs) Because I got a new job here. Graham also has a new job here. So we are out here working and we're recording. We're doing stuff. Football started up yesterday. Ah. It's, it's it's good. It's getting that nice breeziness. It's starting to get that fall chill soon. So, it is also Labor Day weekend. But I am one of your hosts, Felicia, aka VBJ, up in this bit, along with Graham, aka Sarita. Lot in this house. Uh, we are 100 episodes in, and I'm not changing it now.
1: Yeah, uh, maybe maybe for episode uh, 420, because that's the next funny number I can think of.
0: <laughs> oh, we skipped over 69. I know. I just realized.
1: Uh, we missed it. Well, that was the thing, too, is when I go to it. That was le- actually legitimately what I thought when we got to episode 100. I was like, oh no, we missed episode 69. Um, so if you can think of any other funny numbers that we should take note of, um, please send can us Hey, we missed
0: 96.
1: What's funny about 96? It's 69. Just flip it around. Yeah, but um, we already passed that
0: number. I know. But anyway, yes. So we made our announcement. I posted it all on the social medias. If you're following us on all the social medias, you will already find out. But yeah, episode 100. We made it to 100. It only took us three years because we're human and we don't record. We take breaks because we have full-time jobs. I can say that now because I'm an adult and have a full-time job. I had to fill out for my health insurance and didn't know how to do it because it was confusing. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm laughing
0: <laughs> But, like, once I finally got my stuff, like, for, I had to sign up through this other account to sign up to get my health insurance, and apparently, you know, my last name is Johnson, there's, like, a million Johnsons, and they're like, you're gonna have to call to get your number, because we can't verify it's you, because there's a million of, like, Johnsons, so I was like, whatever, but once I did that, it was actually pretty easy, so... Yeah, it wasn't as hard, but I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, you're telling me to sign up through this to get this, and I can't get this, so. And that lady never contacted me back, by the way, so. I think she was, like, tired of me, but I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Like, this isn't an easy process for me, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure some people had trouble with. <sighs> it was a whole ordeal, but I got it figured out, so. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about JinCon! woo, Finally, woo! like a month later.
1: Jin <laughs> Con, Jin Con. Jen Jenka. Jen Oh, am I starting? Okay. Uh, apparently. You literally
0: um, have all the notes. right. Because
1: oh, I, I was the only one smart enough to take notes. All right. I remember qu- stuff. And, and our, Anyways, so uh, we went, this was the first year that we've actually made it to the Thursday. And let's see here. Okay. The, those notes are there. Uh, well, look, okay, let's
0: start. We had to get our passes. Well, actually, we got our passes mailed to us. We had to get tickets for um, the stuff that we signed up for, like BattleTech and stuff, because we didn't get we didn't get those mailed to us. We got those um, um, at will call, and it wasn't really a long line. It was really easy, because honestly, if you had the opportunity to get it like on that Wednesday, because it was open like twenty four hours, and it would be smart to do it that Wednesday. Other than like we'll get to it, but Saturday it was like ridiculous. Even on Sunday. Like, that line was out the door. It was so crazy. But, yeah, got them, our stuff all on together on Wednesday. And then Thursday, we drove down, and well, we really didn't do too much. We did, it was it Battletech on Thursday? We were there all day. For we
1: were, all th- we're, were there all day. Well, first, first, we need to get the scores.
0: Oh, are we doing the whole toll, or just for th- Oh, I did
1: actually I haven't told the whole, I, I actually do not know who the winner is. Of the game,
0: okay. If you don't know, we talk about it. We keep a total on utility kilts, tails, ears, um, fedoras, which there wasn't that many this year, but there were some. And what's the other thing? Is it just those four?
1: It's just those four, okay. Later, later on, I kept a separate uh track just for the heck of it of people who are wearing ears and tails, but that's not like that's not as that's just for that's for me, that's not fire of the game
0: i think the reason we started is because those utility kilts uh what was it matt hates them (laughs) i hate hate them (laughs) yeah you're terrible there was actually men wearing proper kilts which i was like okay acceptable yeah those those are fine but people wear these things like there's like an insane amount of people that love these things and i'm just like i guess it's like oh i'm a man but i'm wearing a kilt with pockets i don't know it's mostly like presenting men I guess that wear them and they don't want to wear a skirt or don't feel comfortable in it but it's
1: basically you're wearing a skirt with pockets so it's whatever and, and the thing that gets it for me is as someone with vague Scottish connection actually Mildrum is a is, is a name that only shows up in Scotland after the Viking invasions uh, I just get pissed because you have pockets it's called your sporin, like it's <laughs> it, 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 like the the Scots were well aware of the fact that they didn't have pockets, so they wore a thing with pockets <sighs> anyway, this was the first time we actually
0: went to Thursday like we said, and I enjoyed it it was it was fun actually getting to go all four days because we um I looked up for the bipoc lounge and uh, we'll get into this a little bit um Thursday was the mixer, right
1: no was it friday friday was uh Graham from the future here i'm gonna save you a little bit of time we come to it later in the podcast but i just wanted to get it out early felicia's right here it was on thursday i was wrong
0: okay friday was a mixer well thursday we went up there It basically we've talked about it before bipoc lounge is basically where black indigenous and people of color come around and it's a space for us basically and Graham gets to go in because he's with me and he understood the assignment of this isn't straight white men are just you know you're welcome to come in here like there's a sign out there but know what this is like this is not that like there was tables they had snacks in there like full little cans of pop and chips and stuff water they had couches you could sit it's like also a mingling thing too as well like you're supposed to you know get to know people in there sitting down which we did um mm -hmm. we'll get to some of those later but this is just i'm just setting up the the story here and basically we we played some games from some black creators which was awesome and I hopefully they get them done because they, they were really fun and interesting I really enjoyed them but you know there was also of course Graham saw it more than I did because I was sitting down I was eating my lunch that's where we ate our lunch every day because it opened up at noon so it was like perfect to go eat lunch in there sit down get off your feet because they had a nice big space and everything and there were some people that were kind of like, oh, well, let me just go in here, sit down. Like, OK, but, you know, you're supposed to also be interacting with people and, you know, stuff like that. But yeah. I think it's also because it's a room and they're like, oh, it's a place to sit down. Like, did you not read the sign?
1: Oh, it's a very big sign. We, I did see a, I did hear one group when I went in that was like, oh, it would be I, I kind of it was a bunch of a bunch of white. Why? Why do you? Why do people say white? You've never explained that to me just keep going oh, oh okay you're continuing to not explain anything anyways we're looking it's not like they wanted to go in and like show their support but like uh eh, yeah but we're but they didn't have any people kind of with them so they decided not to go in and then there was a bunch of people that i was really suspicious of well, it was not thursday but i'll just tell you anyways they were just kind of like looking at it like how dare this space exists and i was like ooh, ooh. yeah we talked about it
0: in one episode that uh the Daily Mail did an episode saying, like, they're trying to segregate black people. I was like, that's not what this is. (laughs) Like, it was great. Like, I really enjoyed the, like, place of, like, I can interact with other black gamers, people of color, indigenous, all that type of stuff. Like, that was awesome. I really enjoyed that. Otherwise, because when I go down there at the Gen Con floor, like, yes, there's non-white people there, but I'm nine times out of ten, like, I'm only I'm the only black person and a lot of times I'm the only woman so you combine those two there's not a lot <laughs> so it, it's kind of nice interacting with other like colors or not <laughs> gamers of color so that was really something I really enjoyed and like uh we were playing this bonsai game and we that's a whole nother story and they were like oh can we get a, a photo of you guys and I was like uh, I guess like uh, you know, sometimes they like to use, like, it's not just straight white people playing this. It's, like, different people playing it and stuff, you know, like that. So I, I thought it might have been something like that because it's like, oh, I'm here. And it was, like, two women at the table, too. There was a lady next to me and then me and then you guys. So I was like, oh, they're like, oh, we can, like, put this on the, like, women play games, too, so.
1: Yes, and women play, don't just play girly games. They also like to play, quote, unquote, boy games so that's just this is,
0: Yeah that's this is totally a boy game this is totally gendered this bonsai game that was really
1: relaxed well, well but, but not bonsai but just like gaming in general sometimes people are like like I, I keep hearing like why don't women play our games oh it's because they want to play games about tea and your I and I am overstating for effect but it's like no you know they don't play your game because they don't see themselves in like represented in the game in any fashion
0: And if you hear, like, thunder and lightning, it is raining outside, so. (laughs) Pretty heavily. Yeah, it is raining pretty hard outside, so. But, yeah, Thursday was kind of just, like, a chill day. We walked around a lot. Like, there were still some things that we missed. We went all four days, and there were still some places that I was like, oh, shit. Like, we missed stuff. (laughs) Which, because I'm like, Sunday, we gotta try, and we were there all day Sunday, too. So, man, it was was popping this year. Like, Saturday was sold out. Like, lines were ridiculous like even thursday i didn't think it was going to be that crowded because i was like oh people be at work but it was like this was the first year there was no restrictions you didn't have to show like a id uh your like covid card or any of the stuff like that so you can just come as you are and people showed out this year like it was it was back to like full effect like this was like gen con before the panini so
1: Yes, yes, it was nice. That one that one year was so depressing where there was just almost nobody there.
0: What was it? 2 years ago? That 2021, right? Yeah, cuz we had to, you know, we get masked and everything, but it was like no one was there. And I was like, "Oh, so sad." I was like, "I wish God was back to normal." And boy, then it was popping there on Thursday. Like as soon as we walked in, it was so like, "Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me." Cuz the first thing I did, I guess I could talk about it. The one goal I had and the only things I really want to buy is, like, if I see a game, I like it, I'll buy it. But I didn't have, like, any games that I really want to play or anything. That dog game looked pretty fun, though, but it <laughs> sold out. I want to try and get that one. I think it was, like, Bark Avenue. And I was like, dang it, it sold out. But that looked pretty cool, so. It's a game about walking dogs. We didn't te- demo it or anything, cause but, yeah. So, the first thing, I collect pins. So, my goal was hit up all the pins and try and actually get the uh, rare ones this time. Cause usually I just get rid of the tickets that they have. So I was like, yeah, whatever. But I was like on a mission. I was like, all right, we got to go here, here, here. Like we spent pretty much that whole first day, that first half getting pins. And I think we did, did we get the art that day too? Or we wait the next
1: day. I think we went the next day.
0: No, no, no. We got it on Thursday. Because we wanted to get it before she sold out. Oh, that's right. Because I went back down there trying to find the other pin that I wanted. Because I went, um, there was a screen pin that I wanted, but you had to buy something. And I was like, oh my God, Funko. Stop trying. I just want to take the $10 for the pin. Like, I don't want to buy something to get something. And that's another thing I think they need to uh, fix. Some of the pins were free. Some were like $15. I'm like, what kind of range is this? Like, usually pins are like 10 bucks. Okay. I'm like, why is this 13 Why is this 10 Why is this free? Like, what was it? Um, The TCG... eBay was just giving them out for free. Oh, yeah.
1: eBay was giving a variety out for free.
0: Yeah, like the first three days, I think there was like three different pins. And I kept going back because I can get the tickets for them. And when they switch out, and I was like, well, I'm just going to keep... So I have like four or five the same pins. But I was like, I want the tickets to get... Collect, you know, to get the uh, the uh the rare pins and all that stuff. But... I was like, y'all need to fix this. Like, what how are some of them free? The other one's so much more expensive. Like, wh- what is this? But I did that, collected all my stuff. I didn't get the screen mask one because I was like, well, what's the cheapest thing? He's like, well, this is $15. like, uh, okay, I'll come back later. Bye. <laughs> so, but I did get two rare pins. I got the one that I wanted, which I was excited for. And I didn't really care about the other one, but I was like, that's eh, all right. So, yeah, that that was uh, my thing that I wanted to do. I wanted to get that out of the way so I didn't have to like look for the rest of the week. So I was like, let me do it on Thursday, and then we can kind of chill on uh, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday.
1: Well, I was get I was getting um uh I didn't finish my my key thing because I had to do some some stuff here. So Thursday morning, Graham saw four fedoras. Felicia saw one neither of us saw any tails i saw six kilts you saw five i saw four ears and you saw one so i blew you out of the
0: water yeah yeah well i was also on pin mode so
1: yeah she had it all mapped
0: out i didn't have it all mapped out i just wrote down what booths they were
1: in it and i just went to them so don't make me sound nerdier than i already am so you're so you're stand, you know, Uh, and how they have it is they got these flags up on the roof about which each aisle is. So we're constantly, we're constantly stopping, looking up and doing math. 1300 is that way. We're doing back and forth, back and forth. Also, we went by the kingdom death booth, which had, which I showed you one of the greatest arts in the world for, because there's a really long line for that. Do You remember that art?
0: Oh, was this the one that was like the big, like the women's boobs, right? Was it that one? oh yes there's a fight oh my god i wish you could see that i'll describe it it's a woman and she's wearing it's not even a bikini anything like it's literally like suspenders just think of suspenders right at like your nipple area and cut them off underneath that like they're just stretched out like think of bra straps extended to your nipples that's it and she's wearing like the smallest of smallest like underwear i guess like bikini but like
1: super it's not even like it's like beyond bikini um but yeah i was like what defying of gravity is this and this actually this image actually does kind of a good job because it's got her as the like the lead image but then it goes shows some of the bad guys which like kingdom death is actually kind of like they these cool monsters and things like that and Like, the gameplay looks kind of cool. It's about surviving in this deadly world and hunting creatures and doing all these terrible things in an attempt to survive. And then you got big boobed anime babe (laughs) with some blood. Oh, oh, I forgot. She is kissing her thumb for some reason, too. I missed that part. So, but we went through, we got all your stuff. Oh, I did see a family, at least I presume it was family, because it was two adults, I could not tell the gender of any of these people, for reasons becoming become obvious, and four children-sized people who were all wearing those blow-up brown Tyrannosaurus Rex costumes. I don't know if you saw them, but it was...
0: No, nah, I didn't see them.
1: It was just a line of Tyrannosaurus Rexes walking around. It looked great, but I don't... I mean, I've there were one more of those suits, I assume they're loud... The fan but it looked great then we and then for lunch we went and we just uh, we went up to the BIPOC Lounge we actually got there a little bit early and we met Kirsten who's a librarian from Indianapolis and we were hanging out with her for a while uh, just chatting with her uh, she also is a bit of a D&D snob in terms of why do we have to keep playing D&D so that was nice but not to the extent Felicia is. Um, and then we um, and we had to we had to get out because he had to reset the place for some reason. So we, were, so we were out there. So I went off to go refill our water. And that's where I saw five ears, which I didn't count because... I told you you could have counted them. You saw them. Well, I didn't count them because, the, because part of the fun of it is like, hey, look at that. Hey, look at that. Hey, look at that. So I didn't count them. But I saw five ears when I went to get water. And I went on a really long quest to find the water because I'd seen the water refiller thingy at uh, some spot on the second floor. And when I come back, Felicia and, and Kirsten are like, uh, why don't you just go over there to the bathrooms where there's one? I was like, there's not over there. They're like, they're right next to the women's bathroom. I'm like, Ooh.
0: They're right next. Anytime you see like a bathroom, the water fountain is literally right there. I mean, which makes... That's why I was like, where
1: would he go? It makes sense since you know you're already running water in the area, so it's really easy to just stem some water off. But whatever. I saw five years while doing wait that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The BIPOC lounge, that was on Thursday because
0: we were sitting out. Remember, we had to leave outside, and we were sitting talking to her when you went to go get the water. Yeah, so BIPOC oh, lounge was on Thursday. Not lounge. You mean mixer. Or the bi- Yeah, the mixer yeah, was on Thursday. Because the lounge was
1: all, all, all five, four days.
0: Yeah, the lounge was all four days. But yeah, the mixer, because that's when we, we were like, okay, guys, we got to shut down because they were setting up uh the DJ booth and stuff. Oh, right. And we moved out. And that's when they had like the alcohol uh, bar set up. And so we moved out there for like 30 minutes. And we were just sitting there talking to Kristen. And that's when you went to go get more water. And I was like, why didn't you just go right there? <laughs> so yeah, the BIPOC uh, mixer was on Thursday. I was right. I knew it.
1: Uh, I will say also, um, just to finish scoring. I saw, on the second half of the day, I saw seven kills. You saw four. We both saw one tail. You somehow saw four fedoras, and I didn't see any.
0: Okay. Well, I thought
1: you were going to say I pointed
0: them out to you, though. Well, I mean, yeah. They Not, only ca- don't make it sound like I'm cheating. No, no
1: but I thought you were going to say something more like, ha, 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 I beat you or something like that.
0: No, I'm a humble winner.
1: Well, that's good, because then I saw 16 ears to your three. Shut up. I take it back. It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but then we had the mixer and I, don't, I think I can let you talk about that. Cause you were the one who ran away with it.
0: Oh, I didn't run away with it. We just sat and, um, what are you talking
1: about? You, we got that, we got that huge thing. And his
0: partner, um, okay. So the BIPOC mixer, basically we sat there. We, uh, Kirsten was already at our table. Um, she was sitting with us outside. So she was with us uh jpg i think he stopped by he
1: stopped by although we met more of him uh, we met
0: more of him uh throughout the day he's a really cool guy he's from cali um daniel and andrea, andrea his partner andrea they were there at our table they and, from Michi-
1: They came down from michigan
0: yep came down from michigan and they also started listening to our podcast so thank you guys for listening uh rodney was at our table and then i can't remember the other two
1: guys from the shop yeah the, uh, they the thing is i have phil and question mark but it's they're from shenanigans gaming down in san antonio texas which apparently i talked to them there's a really big hobby game scene down there they were there too for there for a bit that's cool
0: yeah so as you go in you basically you get a little like raffle ticket and they're going to give, give out prizes and stuff which was pretty fun But, um, that was like towards like, you know, they roll it out throughout the day. So this is like mingling, mixing and all that stuff. They had alcohol. Um, it was really fun. I enjoyed it. I definitely wanted to go again. This is the second year for the BIPOC lounge. I definitely think they should keep, keep it going. Um, they were talking about, you know, um, one of the sponsors, I can't remember who was sponsoring it.
1: Rose Gauntlet.
0: Rose Gauntlet. Okay. Um, they were sponsoring the BIPOC lounge, which I definitely appreciate them. Um, did a lot of good stuff. They had a lot of, you know, stuff to give away and everything. And they had, they provided all the food and all that stuff. So awesome. Really hope they keep it going there. And, you know, we played a few games, we played code names, I think. And then we did princess, but it was,
1: it was the princess reskin for munchkin, which is kind of funny. Munchkin (laughs) Munchkin itself has been reskinned a million times and it, so yeah, we did code names. That was fun, and then we did uh, Munchkin. What was the one where I had the, I had this really long explanation for one item, and I was like, "This is ridiculous. There's no way this is what it, what you mean." And we, I have no idea. And we picked the wrong one. The guy was like, "Yeah, that really ridiculously long explanation that doesn't seem to make any sense was precisely what I was thinking." So that's that's one of the reasons code code names is fun is because you can just get some of those ridiculous connections going on in that.
0: Yeah, it's a fun game. I think we should get one. Definitely a good party game. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we played uh, Princess, but before that, um, as we were playing Codenames, they started giving out prizes, and um, I think the first prize was like a t-shirt, and I was like, oh, I really wanted that. I didn't get that one. So me and Graham both have tickets, so we have double the chance of winning. And... I think it was like the second or third prize. He started pulling out a passes for Gen Con next year. And I was like, oh, man, that'll be great. And then they were kind of like razzing and like joning on each other, like, hey, you. He's like, you're not getting it this year. <laughs> I guess a guy had won it previously. Every yeah. time he gets something, they're like, no, yeah. you don't get it. Yeah.
1: Desmond was the, is the guy who, I don't I, I don't know if he's technically an organizer, what his technical title is, but he was right. He running. was like the MC too. Yeah, he was, he was, and he was serving as MC. But yeah, apparently there's one guy who had, who had previously won it twice somehow so yes
0: yes they're like no you don't get it no <laughs> and I think it was like either a third or something ticket or whatever once he started doing out like uh, he's like alright now the next one we're going to have another Gen Con pass and you get a t-shirt and I was like alright that'll be great I want a t-shirt still and the Gen Con pass would be even better and my number got called I was like oh that's me and he's like, what's your name? I was like, Felicia? He's like, Felicia! And we're like, And everybody cheered. I was like, yeah! I was like, ooh! And actually, Daniel won a pass at our table, too. Like, we had two big winners at our table, like, for the passes. And um, the gentleman from the nerd shops, they decided to leave, so they gave us our, gave them their tickets. And it was close on one of them. We were, like, one number off from getting another Gen Con pass. Graham would have been able to go for free, but... I mean, I was expecting nothing, and winning something was pretty cool. So, a free Gen Con pass for next year—I'll definitely, I'll definitely take it.
1: Four days too. Yeah. Well, I, um. What I wanted to do was whatever we I was hoping we would win multiple ones. Not, I mean, well, obviously, so we would win. But I wanted to keep feeding them to the Felicia, so she would just keep going up over and over again. But she wouldn't do it. Fortunately, we didn't get pushed.
0: Yes, I wouldn't have done that. But um, the big prize of the the day was a vig very important like the the very important gamer pass which is like all access you get to go into the vig lounge and the bipoc lounge and uh yeah um somebody at another table they were winning a lot at that one table actually and he got it and everybody's like woo and then that's kind of the winding down point so um yeah that was like the bipoc mixer thing i thought it was really fun I, that was really cool and I, I let people they're like do you have business cards you know stuff like that I was like oh I didn't bring any and I was like cause every, all my stuff is packed up But I was like oh yeah I have my little tap one I was like do you have your like MB, NFC on and one guy did and then they found out like you're an Olympia? I was like yes <laughs> I didn't say anything cause I was like it's not really relevant to gaming
1: I and I didn't I haven't told anyone you're uh, an Olympian for like three weeks because everyone's doing that for you now well Oh, oh, oh also, no. no 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 I did he has I did. a
0: picture in his office now with me shaking hands with Barack Obama. Yeah, that's right. We on first name base, you know. We cool. You just mad because I got to pet the dog.
1: I've been to I've been like I can't say I've been to Barack's house Barack and Michelle's house because it's you know, but I've been past Barack and Michelle's house. They've closed down the street in front of it, which is probably on one level is probably obnoxious for locals, but on the other side as I think I think there's a school right there. So it's probably better. <laughs> but yes. So
0: yes, I, there, I didn't think it was like needed per se. <laughs> so yeah, I, I was just like, well, we did give out business cards and got in contact and we definitely, uh, cause we hung out there every day for lunch and everything. And we kind of kept seeing the same people. So we got contact, you know, Instagram, all that stuff. So that was really neat and just keeping track of everybody. And hopefully next year we'll get to see them again and actually do more games and stuff. And, Hopefully the everyone that got their uh, games tested will be able to hopefully get them published soon. So
1: we didn't test some of the games until later, but we could probably talk about at least one of them now. Do I do that? Uh, you talking about the African one, or we could do either of them. Uh, well, I did want to mention one one note I had that you didn't see, and I have been saving until now. I was on. I got a. This was when I was the. Uh, Unemployed. And so I was getting calls from recruiters. So I took a call from a recruiter. And I kind of had to hide off on this little stubby end of a hallway because, you know, there's a bunch of people there. And when I got up and walked out. I saw a small pile of toenails. What? Somebody had cut their toenails and very carefully put them on a pile on a little concrete pilaster. Why? I don't know. You didn't
0: cut your toenails before then?
1: That's the thing is like Was it like a giant pile? It was at least a foot's worth. Probably two. Ew. Yeah, actually I think it was probably two feet's worth. Who
0: carries toenail clippers at Gen Con? And why did you do that beforehand? I don't know.
1: But it was weird and gross, I wanna tell you. Ew, now I'm disgusted. Oh, the other thing is this is a this is oh, this is actually a discussion question okay go ahead we brought in a backpack which you insisted on wearing even though i tried to wear it and you wouldn't let me wear it
0: uh because um if you don't know my husband whenever we fly somewhere and he has carry-on luggage he will forget it and whenever we sit down to test and play games i'm afraid that he will forget it because it has my wallet and it has our water and food in it so
1: yes that is why it is not only flying it is at all times anytime anywhere ever i will forget things
0: yes like literally one time he had to go back and i was like graham didn't you have carry-on legs oh yeah i was like what i was like oh my god no i'm not trusting you with this stuff because it had our
1: games and all that stuff and pictures like nope you don't you're not trusted anyways so it's a fairly large backpack and sometimes it would get in the way so there's a question like okay should we really have it but there's also there's no place to store it, and besides leaving it in the car, but then you have to hike back to the parking lot. But so I think there's a question about how big of a bag you can, have. but I think we can all agree that the people who brought full on carts to Gen Con
0: oh, yeah, that and was I,
1: annoying. And I'm not saying like people with kits. because that, all right, I'll, I'll give you some flex if you've got those ones that like we have, like they have for my nephews where it's a, a cart, but it's also got straps in it, so you can put the kids in it, so it's like a hybrid stroller cart. No, 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 these were fully grown adult people. I saw one group of three of them, had their own damn cart, dragging it around, getting in the way of everything. I'll
0: go another step. Those people that those backpacks. like You know Matt's backpack that he had, that he brings his board games in? Those, because they stick out so far. Like, a regular backpack, okay, it's flat. Like, mine wasn't super big. I don't know,
1: yours are sticking out pretty far, but yeah.
0: Okay, but even then, it wasn't as bad as those. Like, there were some people carrying suitcases. Like, people bring, like, people are carrying boxes. Like, uh, that that's not as bad as the strollers and then those giant backpacks or the uh, people carrying suitcases. Like,
1: obnoxiously large ones. So I just, I just wanted to mention, sure I saw a couple people full carts and I was very much like, uh...
0: but yeah, that was basically first day of Gen Con, like kind of chill day, kind of I got all my pins that I wanted, played some games, went up to the BIPOC lounge. We stayed there. Oh, I will say at the end of the night, cause we told mom, I was like, oh, we're going to be back later. And <laughs> she made dinner for us, which bless mom's heart. She was tired because she had something to do that day. She was running around and stuff. And I called her. and was like, oh, we're on our way. You know, we're almost home. And I took the little garage door opener so she didn't have to, like, get up. And she's like, oh, okay. Like, I could tell she was, like, you know, falling asleep. We get home. It was, like, less than ten minutes. Like, five from when I called her. We get there. She's passed out on the couch. <laughs> we eat, take a shower, go to sleep. And then I get a phone call after all this. And she's like when are you guys getting home? I was like, we're upstairs. We're about to go to sleep. She's like, Oh, <laughs> I was like, Bob, you didn't hear anything. Like we weren't super quiet either. Like we weren't super loud. We weren't super quiet, <laughs> but mom was like knocked out. <laughs> She's just like, I get a phone call. I was like, why is mom calling me? I was like, yes. She's like, when are you guys getting here? I was like, mom, we're, we're upstairs about to go to sleep. Like, oh, <laughs> I was like, we're going to rob the house blind. <laughs> uh, I just thought it was funny.
1: All right. uh... The, I was looking at our photos. We this we did play BattleTech. That was the day we played BattleTech. You want to talk about BattleTech, or do you want to talk about Fields of War, which is what we demoed with um, with Rodney? Let's do the Fields of War. I didn't really
0: BattleTech was okay. It was. I didn't really get to do as much as I
1: wanted. No one was attacking. Well, yeah, and that, and then we had that one. There, there was some weird stuff going on at that table. I'll just say that. Um, anyways. If anyone cares, uh, you dropped with a fire starter and I dropped the Clint. Um, we did see somebody pull off successful death from above, which is where you jump your mech up in the air and just crash into somebody. Um, and I kill somebody by blowing up their ammo and then I died. And then Felicia tried to do a death from above. I don't know if you remember this. Yeah, I do. Yeah. she so she jumped at a guy. She on two dice, she needed to roll four. I mean, five. And he made roll four. Yeah. And you missed.
0: And that was like the last role I had. So I was like, well, okay.
1: then." Also having a fire starter is kind of, it's, I mean, it's a specialty mech that I get why they put it in, but it's not like a great single combat. Well,
0: Like I said, no one was like attacking me at all. Like I was trying to get to people to do things, but it took me forever because by the time I either moved and then other people, I think this one wasn't like my favorite time. Like I, I still enjoyed it. But I think it's because they usually have a person that's running the battle. You had to do it this time. Yeah, it was. Which was weird. Like, they keep the game going because it's, like, two hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. But you had to do, like, the names on the cards and all that stuff. And I was like, there needs to be, like, a person from Catalyst, I think, doing it.
1: That would have been better. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so we demoed Fields of War, which is by said Rodney. I believe his last name was Hussman. Uh, there's a couple of uh, key mechanical designer, Jonathan Engbali. I, I'm working off of a kind of a low res photo here, but it was a kind of an interesting hybrid uh, map combat where you have a grid that you put out and you have a base you have to protect. And then your opponent has a the base they have to protect and the two and then each faction has its own mechanics so it's a, it's a little bit like magic it's a little bit like a tabletop war game uh kind of a kind of an interesting hybrid um what would you think of it i thought it was interesting uh he said it was kind of like a magic right it was kind of like magic because you did you did build a deck from like available cards like each faction had like seemed like i was these orcs that got more powerful as they died like
0: you understood it more because you understand magic. So I was like a little like I do not get magic at all. Mm-hmm. Like I I hate it. <laughs> but this game was actually pretty fun. There's like different mechanics and stuff. And um, we were using like colored like
1: little like silver like we were clear we, like we were, we were using tokeny things. We were using dice as the troopers and stuff like that. Um, which. I mean, it makes sense for kind of a demo y level of the game, but did he? Well, make... he
0: said he wanted to make like the actual castings and stuff, but I mean, when you're doing this there, you don't want to bring all that stuff. I will say that would have been annoying, but.
1: Yeah, it would. And I don't know if he necessarily had it because um, he has art, which is, I mean, is expensive, but, you know, miniatures is a whole nother expense. And it, it did make things a little confusing for me because you pretty much always had the same guys out. So the fact that all of your guys were just D6s worked fine. I had like a couple different units, which did make things a little confusing. One thing that made it kind of unique is you actually play your cards. You can play your cards onto the map. Like I did one thing where I put it in the middle, where my troopers could just like shoot across the map and get really fast close to you. Whereas you had a where you had a card set up where you could recruit your guys. Dr- you bought a car that you set up directly next to my base and you could recruit your guys directly onto it. And you were able to invade just like straight on to my base, which was pretty, it's a pretty neat mechanic. And there's some setup to do it as well. Um, yeah. So, and he said he's on it for like 10 years, but it's just been taking a little while. And he was out scoping out, um, uh, publishers to possibly, possibly do it. I think he, I believe he has four, four factions at the moment. So yeah, Yeah, but I started to get a little bit of
0: it. But if you're a magic person, I think you would definitely, like, understand it a lot better than I did. I felt kind of stupid because I was like, I I don't understand magic. You try to teach me magic, and that's, like, a big thing there. Like, there are people just go there just to sit outside and play magic all day. Which, okay, if you don't have people to play with, this is, like, your opportunity. But I'm like, there's so much more. Like, come on. There's, There's so much more. Like people get out of your show but that was game was really fun um, so we did that and then like I said Thursday that was that was pretty much a wrap Then we woke up early um, we didn't demo no we did demo Bonsai, I think on Thursday because I wanted to get up on Friday early to get it so I'll go ahead and get a little bit into Friday so we demonstrated uh, Bonsai and I was like oh this is a fun
1: game Bonsai is a hex-based game based around the concept that you're competing to build bonsai trees to show off to the Emperor of Japan. It's a really cool little, uh, as Felicia likes to say, it's kind of a serene game in part. Because although you are winning, you're not really actively able to interfere with anybody else's tree. Like, you build your tree in your own way and you can just do that. Um, but, it, yeah, pretty. I guess it was out because there's a lot of people who wanted to get it already. But, um
0: yeah, so they were there, and that's the one where we did the demonstration with, it was, like, on an iPad, use the app, and that's where the guy came and took our picture, and I was like, oh, this is, you know, once we were demonstrating, it's a pretty easy game. Picked it up right away, and I was like, oh, this is fun. And I was like, oh, where can we get it? He's like, um, it's sold out. We'll have more copies tomorrow. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, good luck. I was like, what? <laughs> like, I had no clue, but I'll tell you this part of, like, on Friday, we get there, like, when the doors are they're not opened up until what 10 9 or 10 or something like that and like we we're in the crowd so that was a first for us there and i'm like all right we got to beeline it to bonsai because apparently they only got 50 copies per day so that's only 200 copies for all of gen con for all four days um so we go there and like there's already a line i was like damn so i, I was like i don't want to come here on saturday and get this and I was going to like the thing to, and like the the little uh, booth thing and they're like there's like five more copies around here it's like you better get them and then I looked on the table and there was like three left I went and grabbed it and went in line <laughs> and I was like Whew, okay I got it
1: one thing I think they did wrong um I shouldn't say wrong I get why it happened but what happened was they just let people pick up copies instead of having someone there. So there were people there holding two or three copies. So it resulted in a bunch of people like, I don't not know if they getting were getting one. Yeah. Not getting one. So I don't know. If those people were applying to scalp them. Maybe they were buying for friends or whatever, but it's kind of like, uh, I, I, I think they just didn't have the staff to have someone hand them one at a time.
0: Well, yeah. Cause they had, I'm pretty sure those people getting paid to work there, but they had one guy at the checkout. So it took us about like 30 or something minutes to get around that line. And I understand that because there was people behind us talking like they were waiting in line like, oh, we'll just get one, you know, when we get up to the front. And I was like, uh, I don't think that's how they're doing it because they said, well, another game you had to wait in line. And then they would hand you the game and you would pay for it. They didn't do that here, which they probably should have. They probably should have had them by the register and then did it that way. And then they're like, well, if it's sold out for the day, just come back tomorrow, which I would have done. I didn't want to, but I would have done it. But I was like, I'm just going to do what everybody else is doing. but Because that was like, Buffalo, flow. It was like, you get the copy. They had them out just sitting out there. And I only grabbed one. Now, I, I didn't grab like two or three like some people. I was like, I'm only going to get one for our household. Like, I can always get another copy for like your parents later. Or I would have came the next day. I wouldn't take two copies, even though we probably could have. But I was not going to do that. And yeah it was it was madness like just waiting i've never done that before it was really interesting like they were like do not run or stampede or you will get kicked out like don't be an ass basically the like this is a disembodied voice basically saying don't be a dick and walk in here in a firm manner so yeah that was that was the beginning of friday But we'll get into that next podcast. We're already running long, and I kind of want to chill out for the rest of the day. So, please, send us some questions. We want to do an episode. Like, we have a lot more stuff to talk about now. Like, we're in Montana. Like, I'm up the black population by, like, a whole percentage now. So, like, ask us some questions. Like, yeah, just shoot us. Graham said he'll literally answer anything. So, send us an email, damnyourtallpod at gmail.com. Um. Either of the Twitters, the DM, like anything like DYT Pod on oh, X now, I'm sorry, or an Instagram, or personally send us a DM, Fifi underscore J247 on Instagram, X threads Graham. He is also on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Send him something, a message, mm-hmm. and we'll we'll answer. We got so many things, opportunities. Please send us some questions. But yeah, I think that's where we're going to end this day. We'll talk more about Friday and maybe a little bit of Saturday. So we're going to milk this because we
1: can't. We just have a lot to talk about. But yeah.
0: Yeah, we do have a lot to talk about. So yeah, we'll catch you all guys on the next one. I don't have a gram IDK. Yes, you did. Wait, wait, wait. What
1: was the one? uh, Yes. You keep going on about Front Street and you refuse to explain it to me. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Give me one second. Uh, Yeah, there's there's a street in Butte named Front Street. I think there's just a street in a lot of cities named Front Streets. Um, And she keeps talking about front street while I'm driving down it. And my best guess so far is it's somehow related to Grove street from grand theft auto. Um, but I don't know how that would work. Apparently it's something else. Uh, there's a, um, restaurant in Naperville named the front street cantina. So maybe that's it. It's, uh, where I got it. Um, Is that your guess? Uh, my guess is going to be that it's an obscure, uh, a fairly obscure Mexican restaurant out of Naperville. I don't think it's a change.
0: Now, front street to call someone out or put them in an embarrassing position. I want to put you on front street. Come on. Context, Graham. Cause I literally say that every time we get on front street, I'm like, yeah, front street. <laughs> Graham's like, what is, what is front street? Why? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to say that for a grim IDK. <laughs> and I was like, all right, forget I said that. Mentioned it. And then I forgot. And he remembered. So, yes, he still got it wrong. So, yeah, that's Front Street. And the sentence is, Joe put John on Front Street by asking him if he was the, if he was gay in front of his new boss. What?
1: That made no sense. Oh, oh, <laughs> are we being disappointed yet again by Urban Dictionary? Okay, the best one was... Shit dumb pitches.
0: <laughs> what it was a period? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one was great. So yes, now that is officially the end of the podcast. We'll catch you guys on the next one next week. Okay. Bye. Bye.